Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast, where we're breaking down negative stigmas by having powerful conversations to elevate your thought patterns and beliefs so you can really step into your purpose and be all who God has created you to be. And today, Amen. I got my guy, Amen. my brother. Amen. You know him, you or you may know him as Philly's Motivation. Yes, His amen. brother's incredible man, professional speaker, doing amazing things all around, man, and really bringing the positivity and the light um, that God has placed in my brother, Thank you, Dana man. Williams. Thank you, What's going man. on, bro? Thank you. It's just a pleasure to be here, a blessing to be here. Um, just a blessing to share this, man, atmosphere with you, man. You're truly a brother of God. I love that. I love that. I love what you're doing. <laughs> I love the motivation. I love the inspiration. Um, I just love everything, man, that you stand for. I truly appreciate it. A lot of motivational speakers that I come across, you know, they're just in it just because to be a motivational speaker. But you're in it for the purpose of the thing, the, the drive of the thing, not the fame of the thing. But to understand that the, the place that you're trying to get to, the destination you really want to get to is heaven. You know, mm-hmm. and, and before you get there, you got to touch as many lives as possible to tell them about him. So, you know, I want to give you your flowers. A lot of people just oh, come man. to the podcast and right, interview, right. but nah, you deserve yours. Man, we give them a hand clap in right, here. We right, give right, them, right. You know, nah, nah, I received that, man. I received that. And um, I want to make that a normal practice for us, especially right. as men, especially as black men, to like receive love. Yes. A lot of times we we deflect it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? As soon as somebody, yo, man, I see you doing your thing. Yo, I'm just trying to be like you. Yes, it's like, yeah. oh, oh, bro, just, just receive for yeah, a minute. Yeah. So that's actually a, a real practice of mine of being able to receive yeah, love. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's not an easy thing to do, and I want to make sure that I affirm you as well and give yeah. you your flowers. Yes, sir. For all that you're doing and just your incredible impact, the content is is through the roof, and it's Thank just you, amazing to see how many people are positively impacted Thank by the you, things bro. that you create. Thank you, you know, man. from your soul and spirit every day. So I just want to make sure I do that. Thank you, man. Um, real quick, I love to do this with my guests. I always got to make sure we check in, we tap in. I know oh, we course. chopped it up a little bit outside. Yeah, of course, of um, course. But I'm really big on just checking in on a mental and emotional scale. So definitely, what I like to do is you know ask people how they're feeling on a scale of one through ten. Cool. So I do that all the time. I have a few people who text me in the morning. Yo, how how what number are we on today? Right. And I I love to do that because I never want to make assumptions yeah. that everything is good by looking yeah. at the external. So yeah. um, I want to tap in with you and ask you, you know, how are you feeling today on a scale of one through ten? Um, mental health wise, a nine. Mm, um, good, I, I'm actually feeling good. Uh, recently, it's crazy because um, my mental health was was through the roof, man. Um, mm. Just with a lot of things, whether it was health issues. Um, whether it was just me moving and grooving around to and just being too fast, right? Not staying in the moment, not just being still and just realizing the things that God has already done in my life. And a lot of the time, we could be a liability to our mental health. Facts. I told you, instead of an asset Facts. to our mental health, we put so much on ourselves where it's like, no, no, no. Him, he he got it. You know, he says, I'm a strong deliverer. I'm, I'm a strong healer. I'm a provider. So what are we really worried about, right? So a lot of those things, um, it comes with faith, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I say that they put that on us when it goes to mental health, when it goes to anxiety, when it goes to depression, right? When you when you read the Bible, the basic instruction before leaving Earth, man, that's a therapist right there. So as long as I wake up every morning and not go to Instagram or go to comments or go to TikTok right, or the shade room, right. but I wake up and I go to the Bible app, you know, and I pray real fast. And I eat a nice breakfast. I make me a nice little smoothie. I'm, hey, come I'm on with fine, the smoothie. You know, oh, yeah, no, I mean? saw it. I you know said, you got some kale in that you smoothie, man. You got some kale. But right now I'm at a nine. But, but the, the main thing is, right, I just want to teach everybody, like, try to control your mental health. Don't let that thing take control of you. Mm. A lot of the time, we allow it to take control of you, right? It's like in our neighborhoods. You tell a kid that he's bad nine times, right? Every day, you're bad. Oh, he's bad. You're on the phone with your girlfriends. He's bad. Girl, mm. he's bad. Come take him. He's going to eventually be bad. Mm. But if you speak life into him every single day, see how amazing he's going to be. He's amazing. He's okay. He's just a kid right now, you know? Mm. You keep telling him about God. You keep telling him about Paul, how Paul was bad. Well, Saul was bad, then Paul was great, right? right? right. You keep doing those things. It's about what we feed into each other, man. It's about mm. how we plant our seeds, right? How That's do we plant yeah, that's real. That, that, that's powerful, man. And that's that's a word for somebody even just starting off. It's like, yo, this things that you speak over people is, is extremely powerful. Yeah. Power. And in I know tongue. a lot of times your intention isn't for it to be negative, but that's the reality. You right. have to be intentional about the word you say, man. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. Right. Um, before we go into like, you know, a little deeper and definitely dive into your story, which I'm super excited for you to go into. Definitely. Because um, I know it's powerful. Um, I want to ask you two, two quick questions to kind of, you know. Break the ice a little bit, a little <laughs> bit you know what I mean? Definitely. So, real quick, yes. uh, your favorite movie and why? 
Wow, you know what's crazy? Um, me and my <laughs> <laughs> me and my girlfriend were just talking because I don't have a favorite movie, but mm. now now I do. After yesterday, it's so crazy that you asked me this today. After yesterday, now I do because I finally watched it and I realized why I love it so much. But my favorite movie of all time, people won't look at me like cause I'm only 23 year old, but my favorite movie is Coolie High. Wow, I thought it was like Mike. Wow, like Mike's fire though. Is love like Mike, bro. Like love like classic. Mike, right? When the sneakers broke, I cried. I said, "Oh, he not Mike no more." <laughs> he ain't but... got no skills no more. <laughs> he ain't got no more powers. He ain't dunking no more. Oh, it's over. Come on, Tracy Reynolds hit the three. Like I, I was like, <laughs> I was like Mike, man. It broke my heart. It really did. It really did. But really, man, my 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 favorite movie of all time is Coolie High. Just just the the it's a the, classic, the music. Um, um, the feel it gives you, just the back in the day feel, just the love, just mm. everything. They was in there betting for a quarter. You're like, oh, they were like gambling for a quarter, for a quarter, right? Like they were like gambling for a quarter, and you know, it was in Chicago, took place in Chicago, and I loved it, man. Wow, that's a it. classic. Yeah, that, that's Cooley fire, high. bro. Cooley high, yeah. that's super fire. So, so second question, second one, last one. Um, what's a food you can't live without? Oh man, I can't live without. Ah <sighs> man, I'm gonna say shrimp. I'm gonna say shrimp. Cause Ooh. I like shrimp alfredo. I like shrimp burritos. So mm. it's shrimp. I would say chicken, yo, but that's the normal answer. Yeah, so. that's, that's the normal <laughs> answer. So I'm gonna go with shrimp because I like like once again, like when you get with a woman, y'all, she kind of changed you, right? I was I was DoorDash, I was Popeyes, Chick Fil A, right, but right. my girlfriends are pescatarian, right? So I start with salmon, shrimp. So now it's just everything's like shrimp burritos. We go to get Mexican places all the time. We like Mexican food, so <laughs> everything is shrimp for me, man. Shrimp. That's what's so I can't funny live without shrimp. because when I when I spoke to her, um, we were talking about this, and she was like seafood, and I was like, oh, <laughs> they tell me all these seafood spots I got to try. I'm like, okay, Friend so I was actually one. I'm like, is you gonna say seafood? Seafood. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's to me. She done turned me to a seafood vulture. But what's crazy is my granddad, before all the Eagles games, right. we had that special connection, a special bond where before every Eagles game, he'll make shrimp, mussels, mm, lobsters, crab, lit. oysters, fried shrimp, macaroni. Mm. So, you know, I was always a seafood Ooh. baby. So we definitely had that in common. Mm, that sounds fire. I <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. lie. Like, Super fire, bro. That sounds fire. <laughs> we, got, we, got to hit the, we got to hit up the seafood spot. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> That sounds super fire. So, nah, that that's dope. That's dope. So I remember my my first exposure uh, to you and, and your work and just you know your power and just uh, just the amazing stuff that you do was at Lincoln University. Yes, yes, yes. yes it was yes, that yes, event. Um, yes. We all kind of collaborated. It was a fire event yes, too. Major. Um, Verbosity was there. My first time being exposed to them, and they right. they performed. You know, tore it down, and it was just a lit like right. night experience. Oh man. oh, man. It, lit was, it was a lit experience. And, and it was so shocking to me because they were so interactive. That's right? what, because students typically aren't, they're interactive, but not that, not interactive. that interactive. No. And, and, and a, lot of, a lot of people like to put a, a, a certain a name on Lincoln, right? Oh, Lincoln's mm. not supportive. Those are all Philly kids. Philly people are not supportive, right? That's why everybody always asks me, why do you stay in Philly? Why don't you go to their, nah, they're going to be supportive. Right. They're going to be supportive if you're talking about what they want to hear. You know, if you come in and you look mm. like them and you act like them and they, they see some success off of the things and a success off of the things, the same things that they want to do, you, mm. you can always get some interaction. You're going to get that. Yeah. So, yeah, that that That's that fun. was a very great night, man. Yeah, that was, that was lit, man. I, and he I, did he did 100 push-ups when he came in because when I walked to him, he was just like, yeah, I was he, like, what's up, brother? He was, <laughs> yeah, he, he was on he was on a thousand. He was on a th when I came in, he just he kept hitting me on the way like, "Yo, it's about to be crazy." I'm like, "Word, word, nah, nah, you don't understand. You don't it's understand. about to be turned up." Like, I said, "I, I guess I do. I not where am I going? Like, where am I going to?" I thought and I was, was going like, to Coachella. I swear, I thought I was going to Summer Jam Zone. He said, I was like, "We, oh, we, we gonna hit him with this. We gonna come." I said, "Okay, I don't know what's about to go down, but um, overall, it was a fire. It event. was a fire. Event. I loved um, it. Performances were fire. Every speaker was yes. just fire after fire after yes, fire. Yes. Shout out to Brad." Yeah, yeah, Brad. yeah. Shout out to Brad. Yeah, Brad, my guy. Brad. I was actually yeah. just with Brad in Atlanta because we're in the same speakers academy. Bro, I saw that. Uh, yeah, with Jeremy yeah, Anderson, man. Yeah, yeah. I love he, all um, of you, man. He, uh, Brad actually won speaker of the year. Wow. Which is fire. I love that's that. Fire, bro. Uh, Brad Butler, B Rad the second, yeah, man. That's my dude. God that's bless dude, you, bro. Man. God bless you. I had to get Brad out here, actually. Yeah, I got to get Brad. <laughs> Brad, if you're listening, bro, I got I to get you out here on the pod. <laughs> we we got to get you on. But um, I second that nomination, Brad. Yeah, yeah. So that was fire. And just being exposed, like your message and your energy, I'm like, yo, he got something, like something. Yes, powerful and you're not too far removed in age from those individuals yeah, so i'm like no, yo somebody no. be speaking with wisdom like this that's not too far removed like that's different right and you came with this confidence and this energy man and for me i want to take it back right i right, want to take cool. it back cool. to you know teen childhood like how do we get to this point 
you know, to, to Philly's motivation? How do we get to this point where everybody's tuning in to see what you say? Yeah. How do we get to this? Like, what, what does that, that origin story look like for you? Like, yeah. take, take us back. Yeah. So, all right. So, growing up, I'll just take y'all back, man. Um, I tell everybody, I was uh, born and raised in South Philly. That's where that grit, that hustle comes from, that you got to make it by any means necessary. Like, I was never really handed anything, right? Um, my mom um, suffered from, you know, drug addiction, right, right. when I was young, um, when I was eight years old. Um, my dad was back and forth in jail or whatever. Um, though my mom, um, she had a stroke. Her, her addiction mm. actually turned to a stroke, and my mom was paralyzed. Right. So wow. I ended up moving with my grandparents. You know, thank God for my grandma. I'm going to just get that out the way right now. My grandma's my everything. My grandma's my why. My grandma's my hero. My grandma is Philly's motivation, the wisdom that y'all hear me talking to the kids or, or just having a conversation with you. It, it comes from her. Right. Kept me in church. But the story was I ended up moving with my grandma. And like a lot of her people that was around her was letting her down. Right, mm-hmm. was letting her down. So for me, it was kind of hard. Like I, I was in my dad's footsteps. Like my dad was back and forth from jail. My dad was doing robberies and stuff like that. So my grandma didn't want that for me. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, my mom or whatever. It was more so on the negative side, fighting and stuff like that. So my grandma was just like very, very strict. You know, so she kept me in church. I was an usher, junior deacon, choir director of all the choirs. I became a preacher when I was 13 years old. I did my first sermon. Wow. Right. I did my first sermon. When I was 12. Good Friday sermon when, wow, I, when I was told. Wow. So that's where the speaking stems from. So when people are like, yo, like, you're such an effective speaker and you're always so, like, confident. And it's like, yeah, it's the Lord. It's not me. Every time I come here, if you notice, like, I kept saying amen on stage at Lincoln. We're not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm never going to take God out of what I do because that's the root thing of this thing right here. I mm. wouldn't be nowhere without him, you know. Mm. And I know he didn't bring me this far, just bring me this far. But to give a little piggyback off of it, I was with my grandparents. Like, I was telling you just now that me and my granddad had a special connection when it came to Eagles game. But he was an alcoholic. Um, and he used to hit my grandmother. So I used to watch that environment. So it was kind of an environment I grew up in. I'm like, I get my grandma out of here, right? I got to go to school. I got to go to college. I got to go and get good grades. So I was playing sports. I was an athlete. Um, but in high school, I was a class clown, right? So if people that went to Overwork High School in Lincoln all know me, they were like, yo, to see Philly motivate. That's why it's so like, people love it. They're like, yo, to see this guy doing that <laughs> right, now, right. y'all don't understand. Like <laughs> where he was then, y'all don't get it. Y'all really don't get it. So um, for her, man, um, I got it. Because when I was in college, my granddad passed away. Mm. Right, I got like all those tattoos of everybody that passed away in my life, but he passed away on New Year's Day. So now every year on New Year's, it's never the same. Right. Mm. So I used to watch my grandma cry every single New Year's. And then when I went to college, I was the only baby. Right. My dad was in jail. So when I was in college, I was just trying to make sure I was going to class every day, make sure I was doing the right things, not getting a 1.9 GPA no more. Now, you know, sports is here. Right. Um, I was in up playing sports, but I tore my meniscus my second semester. Ooh. Right. So for me, it was like, dang, I, I don't got football no more. What do I do? Am I smart enough? Right. Ooh. I was the only African-American in my major. Um, I became the first African-American to graduate from my major. Come on, but, somebody. Yes, sir. Thank come you, on. God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Come um, on. But the way it was set up was it was eight of us in the class. Right. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. Nine of us in the class. Right. So four kids, four Caucasian kids as a team, four more Caucasian kids as a team. They had group projects. And then I was by myself. Wow. Overbrook High School Education, 1.9 GPA. They already went to private schools where they knew how to build apps. They already had cameras and tripods with them walking to class. I just got a book, like, just walking with my video production book, right? So I actually went to school for video production, communication, arts, so effective speaking, right? That was already my thing, to be on camera. That's what I went to college for. So really, God was just preparing me for my journey, and I didn't even know it. So the whole time I'm in there, my sophomore year came, um, I get a call from my sister, right? And it's so crazy how things work. My dad came home from jail probably a year prior, and he was staying with my grandmother taking care of her because my grandpa already passed away. And he would just, I mean, being there with mom, but they'll argue back and forth all the time. And I got a call one time, daddy passed away, mm-hmm. right? So my sophomore year of college, my dad passed away. All I'm thinking about, where's my grandmom here, right? She lost both of her men, right? Even though her and my dad argue, my dad was her only son. So that was right. her baby, right? You know how, like, your son could steal from you, take from you, whatever. It's still, it's still your son. That's my yeah. baby, right? Mm-hmm. That's my baby. That's Darrell. He the life of the party. My dad was my everything, man. Like, that was my best friend. That was my dog, right? Like, I could talk to my dad any kind of way with that smile. That's where I get my <laughs> jokes from. All that. Like, he was just crazy. Right, he could right. take from me, do whatever he want, but he'll still get from me. And uh, my dad wanted help. My mom wanted help. But mm-hmm. I just wish that I was at this age right now where I could give them that help that they needed. Because right. that's why I'm so, like, strong on I got to do that for other people. Because I wish I could have did that for my mom. Right. I wish I could have done that for my dad. I wish I could have done that for my brother before he got killed and I could have got him a job. But mm-hmm. he was in the streets because he was so worried about, dang, I can't make no money because job trying to pay me $11 an hour. I got right. a kid. Right? So a lot of times we don't know the circumstances on people's why. 
So my thing was, man, I, I'm, I'm going to use my why to try to change somebody else's life. So to fast forward, right, I'm just trying to make sure that my grown was okay, my grown was cool. So I'm going to school, right? I got one more semester left. I'm like, all right, cool, man. I came home uh, probably uh, with my grandma. You got to show me. You can't tell me. Grandma, I graduated, right? You know how you graduate in December with you walk in May? Right, right, I right. I told my grandma, like, grandma, I graduated. You ain't graduate. You just home. <laughs> no, I, like, I graduated. Like, so I you done did something. That's you the reason you here. Yeah, yeah, that's tell me the real they, reason. They kicked you out. You your dad, <laughs> child. You the real son. I'm like, no, like, I'm only right. So a week prior came, man. Um, I walked out with my cap and gown. Grandma cried, man. Cried, wow. jumping up and down. The song, her favorite song was Lil Duval, uh, uh, Smile Be. She's dancing, right? So it's the happiest I've seen her um, in a very, very long time. Give her my cap. She like, I did it. I graduated. I did it. I graduated. I'm like, you did it. I did it. No, I was the one <laughs> doing the finals, the midterms, right? I love but, it. I you love know, it, though. But she did do it, right? right uh, that right. sacrifice. She didn't have to bring me in when I was 12. Right, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to put me in nice school systems because she did. Right, mm. she didn't have to protect me. She didn't have to take me to church every day. She didn't have to say, "You can be that choir director." I didn't believe in myself. You can do it. Right, mm. you can preach, grandson. She was at every sermon. Didn't miss a sermon. Right, wow. Look, cried after every one because she knew that it was actually good. She believed in me when I didn't really believe in myself. So right, that week comes. I graduate. I remember walking down the stage. I remember. I couldn't even look at my grandma. I knew I was gonna cry. I didn't want to see. I didn't want my friends to see me crying. So I said, "Okay, cool. I know I can't do that, right?" So I walk across the stage. I didn't do it, right? I get my degree. My grandma threw me a nice little party, and I'm kind of a little upset because she threw me a little party. But I went to chill with my friends that night, right? Right. right. I want to go chill with my friends that night, but you know, it's grandma. Grandma will always throw you parties. Always. So three days come later, my grandma just had hip surgery on her hip, and my grandma just had a, a, a surgery on her leg too. Right. Mm. One thing about hospitals is, and um, recently I was in the hospital and I was very scared. I told people, I don't like hospitals. When my family go in, they don't come out. Mm. That's what happened to my dad. He went in, he didn't come out. That's what happened to my grandfather. He went in, he didn't come out. Mm. That's what happened to my best friend. She went in, she didn't come out. My grandma went in, she came out. Right. So um, I go upstairs. Right. Her walker's downstairs. They just got her walker. Um, and she also has a cane. My grandma, like, she had like a bedazzled cane. Like, she's, Shout right, out. she's a diva. <laughs> Something wrong with it. Right. So, but I, I I go in the back room. She sleeps in the back room. Right. My room's in the front. I go back there. I'm like, I don't even see my grandma. Like, where's my grandma, man? Right. Mm. So I go downstairs and I'm like, all right, she's not in the basement. Right. Cool. She didn't go nowhere because her walker's not there. Her cane's not there. I call my sister. Well, did you take grandma? Nah. Call my aunt. Did you take grandma somewhere? No. I didn't call grandma. Somebody said, like, yo, go to the other side of that. Right, mm. I go to the other side of the bed. This is two days after my graduation. My grandma was gone. Mm. Right, but the beauty in that moment, everybody can say, "Dang, bro!" Like I, I know that's a sad moment. Like how do you keep smiling? How do you keep doing it? Which I don't realize. Like my grandma's job was finished. Right, mm. like my grandma was heartbroken. She lost her son. She lost her husband. She was married to for forty-seven years. Like we're from black families. We're from black homes. We right. know people argue, people fight, people fuss, people take from each other, people want alcohol, people want drugs. That's our story. Right? right, that's what made me. That that's where I came from. Just because my mom and my dad was something like when people see me and know my mom, and my dad, they're like, "Dang, we thought you was gonna be the." Nah, I turned that around. Right, I turned what they had as negative, but when they're sober, there's some great impactful people. Right, with right. some great insight. Right, and if they would have had a second opportunity or or would have been in an opportunity where they could have presented themselves for them to be successful or great, they would have done it mm. with flying colors. But they just couldn't. A lot of things was holding them, a lot of demons, a lot of doubt, a lot of them thinking like, dang, I, I did that bad. Maybe, you know, God's not going to bless me with this, right? But they don't realize that God forgives you for every sin that you go through, right? right? He's a forgiving God and a loving and a caring God. So my, 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 my pain, man, and my story really stems from that. Just everybody I lost, I owe them, right? Mm. When, I, when I walk out here and talk to somebody, right, about the streets or, like, I can go from every label. I can talk to you about God. I can talk to you about the streets. I can talk to you about college. I can talk to you about clothing lines. I can talk to you about real estate simply because these are all the things that I dove into and been through my whole entire life. And I'm only 23 years old. Well, mm. 24 now. I turned 24 hey, last come week. On. Come but, on. Hey, hey. But, happy, happy belated. <laughs> no, I don't say that, man. I, hey. I still want to be 23. Really want to be 21. <laughs> but that, that, that's where it really all stems from. Um, but when people ask me, like, man, like, how, how was your losses? God did that. All right? Mm. That, that was God's plan. I don't never argue with God's plan. Right. I never can. But I know while I'm here, mm-hmm. they, they're going to hear what my grandma had to say. They're going to hear what my dad has to say, and they're going to hear what my mom has to say. They're going to hear all those things, man. And it just gives me the motivation every single day. Of course, I cry some days thinking about it, right? I wake up like, man, I wish I had my mom. You know, I wish I had Mother's Day just passed. I wish I could have did something for my mom. You know, took flowers to the grave for my grandma. Father's Day passed. I wish I could dance with my dad again. I can't, right? My brother was shot and killed. So now when I go to parties and different things, I think like, dang, people are going to shoot at me because they shot him here, right? Mm. These are all different things that you do go through. But what makes me happy is that I know there's other people on the other side going through it. Somebody lost their mom. 
Right. Somebody else lost their dad. Somebody else lost their brother. So when I get up every day and say, God's going to keep on blessing you. Keep going. Mm. Keep pushing. Keep moving. Right. When I tell the kids, pick up the books and put down the guns. Because I know that wisdom is more greater than that weapon. You know, and the greatest weapon of all is God right. and God's wisdom. And the Bible list says that wisdom is greater than money, riches, gold, and rubies. Right? Mm. So look for God's wisdom, right? Hang around. I want to hang around you, right? You're right. older than me. When I was in high school, I hung around seniors when I was in ninth grade. When I was in college, wow. I hung around the seniors. When I played football, I hung with the captains, right? Because they could all teach me something. They all right. been through it already. They've been through this ringer. When I'm at the crib, I don't hang with people my age. I'm with people that's 50, 60, <laughs> right, 70, right. like we'll joking. Wisdom. You know, the wisdom. wisdom, man. I've been around deaconess and deacons and ministers my whole life and bishops my whole life, right? Mm. So for me, man, when I, when I go out into the world, I just want to let people know, man, it, it, it's going to be hard times. Thanks. But that joy that come in the morning, it's different. The satisfaction is different. It's different. It's different. That's powerful, man. Wow. Sheesh. Um, man, just first thank you for thank you. just your transparency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause because a lot of those things aren't easy to share. And, you know, you you have this this calling and this mission to to utilize those things that could have kept you down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those things that that hinder a lot of people, you've made it your mission to be like, "No, I'm going to make them proud." You know what I mean? You going out there like, "Yo, this is my grandmother. This is this is the stuff from her. Like, I'm carrying everybody with me everywhere I go into every room that I'm in." Right. And that that's powerful and the fact that you are taking that perspective, which is again extremely powerful. It's like Man, you, you're literally going with this perspective of, of of optimism, and it's not like a delusional optimism. It's, it's real. Right. It's a real thing. Right. And just through your example, I can only imagine how many people, especially young men, that you're impacting by doing that. So, did you always have this? Because you started preaching crazy young, which is yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to think, what was I doing at like 12, 13? I was out here bugging. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, draw. I'm out here draw yeah, like 12, yeah, 13. I know right, for right, sure right. Right, right. I wasn't ready for that. Right. But you had this maturity about you where life kind of sped things up. It did, yes. Where you had to be mature at a very young age. When did you really develop that that perspective that you have now of like this resilience of like, yo, I know that th- th- this thing looks terrible, but I'm going to turn it to my good. Like, right. has that always been a thing? Right. That, that always. That, that's always been a thing because I think the hand that I was dealt in life, like it had to be like that. Like I'm the youngest of eight, right? Oh, wow. So, wow. you know what I mean? I'm the wow. youngest of eight. Like, so for me, it's like, and, and it's a big gap, like by like nine years, but like eight wow. years. So like I never was really around my brother. So I'll see them have fun, but like I'll be in the house playing my wrestling toys. So like for me, that, that mm-hmm. resilience always kicked in when I, when I was a kid, man. It was like, all right, I always got to get this done. I know I'm in this by myself. I know I got to make sure that my grandmom's okay. I know that I want to be somewhere someday to make sure that my mom's okay. And I know that when I get up there on a pool pit when I'm 13 and 14, right, my grandfather was the pastor of the church, right? My great-grandfather, I apologize, but I never met him, right? Mm. But the, the biggest thing was, right, you always got to make people feel good. So I always felt like I had a responsibility or a title, right? And, and I always held that accountable. Like, you have a responsibility. When I played football, I was always the captain, right? So mm-hmm. for me, that resilience always came from I want to do better than what God, not God, not God, but what I was dealt in this world. I just want to do better because I know I can do better, mm-hmm. you know? And I know that if I do better and I lead by example, it's going to allow the people around me to do better, right? right? right. So maybe my older siblings could look at me. Now, when people ask my siblings, they'd be like, oh, I look up to my brother. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my brother. Like, people, I'm the youngest, but I'm the oldest, if I can put right, it that right, way, right? right? They'll call me, yo, how much? How much yeah. you need? All right, good, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Whatever yeah, this. Yeah. Okay, you this opportunity. I see you be with you. Shoot, cool. I got you. Here's the LLC for you. That thing, right? So that resilience just always came from when I was younger, man. Mm-hmm. I just always wanted to be that person that, you know, I always said this to my friends. <laughs> what uncle you want to be? That uncle where somebody call you and they'd be like, well, I know uncle ain't got it. Yeah, that's oh, that nobody want to be that. I don't want to be uncle. that dude. I don't like, be that dude. Nah, or it's man. like, yo, I know Uncle Nate got it. You know, yeah. can I call Uncle Nate? Hey, Uncle Nate, I want to go uh, with my friends today. I can do the movies. Can you, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got yeah. Thank that's you, a Uncle big Nate. Difference right there. That's a big difference. Sheesh. So that's what I always yearn for. So that was always my finish line, just to always mm. be that person that somebody can depend on, right? Mm. That somebody can always call to for an answer. Because I hate that person that I call and they just give you the runaround, just talking. Yeah, it's like you didn't you didn't fix my problem. Right, <laughs> you just made three jokes. That wasn't funny. I said, no ah. options, nothing, like, <laughs> nothing at all. Like, no lead way, no connection, right. no nothing. So that was my that was always my thing. Get into these rooms, no matter how old you are. I was at like um retreats, right? And I thank God for my pastor and deacon. They always took me to retreats around big people that was writing checks, that was writing grants, that was doing different things. I was giving back in my community when I was only fifteen years old doing backpack draws. Mm. Sixteen year old doing backpack draws. Seventeen doing backpack draws. Right. 
So that was always my biggest thing. I just wanted to give back. Wow. I just want to give, and I don't want the money neither. Right, right, right. Like right, me, right. I'm not money strong. God's going to bless me. It's a fact. Regardless, fact. because when I bless others, God's going to bless me. It'd be now when I look at money, it just comes, or I just turn it down, right? Because mm. some things, all money and good money. These are facts, and and let's slow that down a little bit. Somebody need to hear that all money, ain't all good. money, just because it's green, just because it's don't green, mean everything don't mean it's is green. good. Because depending on what it's tied good. to, man, it's all money's not good. And I'm trying to tell you, man, some deals, we some deals that. Hey, hey, we want to move you out of Philly. We want to take you to LA. Hey, we want to take you to to to, to um uh, Atlanta. Hey, we want to move you to South Carolina. So okay, well, look, how does God fit into this? Mm. Well, we'll talk about. Do you know when we start talking fast? Get away from them. Yeah, <laughs> you please. When they start talking fast, get away from them because right. don't never shift your purpose for somebody else's purpose. Mm. No matter how long yours take, okay. you keep going. That's God's plan, right? Mm-hmm. Like your book, right? How many chapters does your book have? Uh, that book has 10. Right. 10 chapters to the end, correct? Yeah. Right. So you think you're just going to get stuck at the third one? Mm. You got to get to the end of your book eventually to read right, the conclusion right. to see what your book is really about. Right. How am I going to really know how to love? Right. I'm get to chapter 10 on Nate. Right, right. A lot of us, we get stuck on chapter two. We get destroyed. We get discouraged. People tell us like, no, that's not for you. And it is for you because God told you it's for you. So they're mm. not going to see your plan because God anointed that thing for you. So the reason that you're not blessed and you're so upset is because you're so focused on somebody else's dream, somebody mm-hmm. else's vision, right? You're in hell somebody else's blessing, and you realize why God's not blessing you because that's the vision that God gave them. And that's somebody else's whole thing. And, and you on his to, train. Yeah, and, and you're comparing yourself to this individual. That That's the whole challenge, too, because in the space that you're in, you know what I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in the world of, of social media. Yes. Oh, this person sounds better than me. Man, they speak a little bit better than me. How yes. they get on that stage? Da-da-da-da-da, you know what yes. I mean? And it's like, you seem like you have like a tunnel vision of like, yo, this is what God's telling me to do. That's it. I get what y'all are saying, but it's like I got these blockers up and I can't, I can't do that. I can't deviate because then I'm going to mess up, you know, what's for me. That's it. And I think that's so powerful, man, that you you just relay that confidence because I want somebody to grasp that, especially somebody within that millennial Gen Z age that's kind of like they see everything. They see the shiny stuff. They see the followers. They see this. Okay, I need to I need to conform and try to do this so I can be popping. Yeah, and it's like nah, that's that's not what it is. That's, that's not, not even is. your gift. That's not your gift. You know what I mean? It's like, how do we get people to to just focus on, for one, focus on God, but also focus on look, this is the gift that He's giving me. This is what He's telling me to do. Yes. It's like how do we get people? How do we make that attractive? You know what I mean? Because yes. we're always getting pulled to the most attractive thing. Yes. All the time, no matter what space you're in, it's like you're always getting pulled somewhere. It's like. How do I get you to focus on what God has purposed you to do? Yes. First, it comes with understanding what God has purposed you to do. A lot of people don't even have an understanding. He's a fact. Right? And they lean on the world's understanding. But in the Bible, it says, lean on my understanding. Trust in me with 90% of your heart. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my fault. 70% of your heart. Say, give me, give, me, give me a good 65. 65%. Like, uh, no, it says, trust in me with all of your heart, and I will set your path straight. All right. It's as simple as that, man. It's, it's so simple, right? It's really, it's, people it's, make it so difficult. I think because it's so simple, it can't be right. Right, 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 right. That's what right, it like. Right, when it's too right, simplistic, right. When the thing come too easy, it's like, right. Nah, nah. It's the, nah. Food, it's the food gaze. Y'all trying to play nah. me? But can I ask you a question? Yeah, right. Yeah, think about it. Right. Simple. Right. Now I always tell people, right. Whatever you do in life, make sure it's a synonym to whatever you're doing. Right. So if you're if you're trying to go for greatness, right, go for whatever is a synonym to greatness. Right, so let me ask you a question. Right, you just mm. said simple. What does Bible stand for? The Bible. Yes. Uh, basic instructions before leaving Earth. Now, what's that first word? Basic. Now, basic and simple is a synonym, correct? Yeah, these are facts. It's facts. Why we make it so complicated, bro? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> make things so complicated. It's oh, not. It's man. not that complicated. Why would we be doing this to ourselves? But believers, not the hard, not the all Madden instructions, not the Hall of Fame <laughs> not instructions. The all mad. <laughs> like, not that. It's not basic instructions for leaving Earth. This ain't calculus, it's man. This calculus. This is basic this is instructions. <laughs> That's so true, though, bro. It's so true, and. We, we really over yes. And I applaud you for thing. knowing that, too. I ask people that question all the time. People are like, uh, dang, that's a good question. I don't know Bible. It's like, no. No, no, no. I appreciate basic that. Basic instructions. That. That. But that, uh, that's so true, though, man. It's uh, it's so basic, man. And honestly, you just blessed me with that because there were some some things I had been overthinking. It's like, yo, it's, it's, it's simple. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Yes. But it's simple. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not a complicated thing. I laid it out for you here. It's going to be challenges. You're going to have to build resilience. I don't want you to be weak in this thing. Yes. And 
even even in talking about this, you know, and not to go super deep into it, but as we talk about the word, it's like, yo, everybody, every story that we read, people was jacked up. Yes. On some other stuff. Like, I'm talking about jokers as well. Yes. And it's like, but there was always a plan and a purpose for them as long as they listen to God's instruction and persevere. That's it. No matter what happened, I'm talking jokers that sleep on other people's wives, yes. slicing people's ears off, yes. killing jokers. It's like, yes. it's really good. Yes. But it's like, like you said, there's always forgiveness and there's always a, a greater purpose. Yes. And I feel like some people don't feel adequate enough to be utilized by God to fulfill a purpose. They feel I too damaged. Yes, I love that. And it's like, that's actually perfect. Yeah, it now is. you get to really like show off, show off. Yeah, it is. And, and if you guys are in that space where you feel damaged and you feel like that, um, I'll read Romans. I'll read First Corinthians. Mm. Um, I'll read Ecclesiastes. Um, I'll read Second Corinthians, and I'll read the Book of Psalms. If mm. anybody feels like that, these are all books that I will encourage you to read because mm. you can be used. You can. Everybody be used. can be used. You can be used, okay. and that's. That's real encouragement. I, I thank you for sharing that, you know, with the listeners. So I pray that somebody receives that. Yes. Um, I want to shift gears just a little bit. Of course. Because um, this is a topic I'm super passionate about when it comes to, you know, mental health and emotional wellness. For you, somebody who's in your space, you know, with the attention that you get, with the calling that you have, um, that can be challenging. It can be overwhelming. Yes. You know what I mean? I remember I was watching, I think I was watching a podcast, Southside Rabbi, I was watching this podcast, and um, they were there was a pastor that was on there, or there was a video of a pastor. And he was talking about how he felt burnt out. Right, right, yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? And he yes. was talking about the whole theology of rest and all this stuff. But he felt burnt out, and I was like, "Yo, that's deep." You know what I mean? Because I remember there was a time in my life where I actually didn't just feel burnt out. I hit a burnt out point where I had to go to the hospital. Yes, like passed out, burnt out. Wow. And they thought I had COVID. They thought I had the flu. It was none of that stuff actually. Right. Come to find out, it was just pure exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. And it like it was tearing my body down. Yeah. So that's why I'm really big on like rest and 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 just you know the pace of grace. You know what yes. I mean? Pace of so grace. I love that. For for someone like yourself, how are you really <laughs> taking care of your mental health? You know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, right now, um, I finally got to the place where I'm able to control it. Right. I'm um, always tell people control what you can really control. Right. Mm. You know, never make anything bigger or never exaggerate anything more than what it needs to be. Right. So when it comes to my social media, I don't be on Instagram that much. Right. A lot of people are looking for the next big thing or how to get famous. I don't my goal isn't to be famous. My goal is right when I look at my interactions and I see, okay, cool, I touched thirteen point five people today, that's a stadium. That's enough for me. Right? Mm, that's fine. Right. I just touched the stadium for the week, right? I posted my story. I posted my story probably about three times a day. But don't don't get so embedded or so deep to where you're 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 losing your mind trying to be great. You're losing your mind trying to be somebody. And it's like, no, you're a nobody trying to tell the world about somebody, mm. right? So that's usually how I control my thing. A lot of them moving around, Sorry, right? I used to, <laughs> I I used to be going show to show to show, burning myself out. But now I'm more so taking control of my schedule, right? Not so focusing on the money. A lot of the times when I became a professional speaker, I was going to different mentors, and all the mentors kept talking about was just money, 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 money. But one of the biggest mentors I have is uh, Nehemiah Davis, man. Oh man, it, Neo, yeah, man, I Neo. love Neo. Me and Neo actually both graduated Overbrook from the same neighborhood, uh, like all that out. other stuff. Yeah, shout we out Neo, mutual friends. Bro. Yeah, I love Neo, and, and one thing that Neo always put it in me man he just said man greatness bro you know greatness takes time right mm. takes time so when i always think about that i just practice patience right and i call it triple p's right patience purpose and prayer right mm. be patient understand your purpose and pray on that thing talk to god about that thing god is going to humble you god is going to settle your heart down a little bit your heart rate a little bit you know just stop moving so much because i was actually in the same predicament like you where i thought i had covid where i thought maybe mm. i had a little food poisoning where i thought my body but it was like nah you're just traveling you're doing too much you're doing so many community events you're trying to get your name out there and it's like that's not really what it's about right what it's really about is those little people right there that saw your message today who just needed that change right that's right, it right? right the fame is cool right when people see me and want to take pictures that's fine all that stuff is cool but don't get so like embedded in that that's mm. not you, right? That's not who you are, right? You're trying to touch nations. You're trying to touch hearts. You're trying to touch people. So when you control mm. what you can control, your mental health would be 10 times better. Right. You know, you're you're the biggest liability to your problem. Facts. A lot of times it's a us. super fact. We put problems on ourselves yeah. that don't have to be like self-inflicted. that. Like, you're self-inflicted. You, you have a schedule, and then you want to be nice to somebody. Like, oh, well, I can fit this in. Well, I can fit that in. And you know you really can't. Yeah. When you got a relationship, 
Right. Then right. you have family. Right. And you have your business, your entrepreneurship. It's no, you, you have to have some personal time. You have to. Right. You have to. So it's, it's, it's no way that you can do all these things. You have to control your own time. Right. Mm. Time is of the essence. Facts. Right. God's timing is better than man's timing. Right. 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 So whatever he's going to bless you with, he's going to bless you with. Mm. So stop trying to bless yourself. And you know, the challenges, I'm, I'm so glad you said it. Stop trying to bless yourself. The challenge I know that I dealt with years ago when I was feeling like that was saying no. Right. I, was, oh, I, always, wow. felt, I always felt like I was missing the opportunity. Like, oh, I'm going to miss this opportunity. Yeah. And it's like, bro, if it's for you, like, God got it for you. It ain't going to require you to to kill yourself to get this thing. You know what yes. I mean? I have these plans and purpose. I have these things laid out for you. And for me, it was like, I, I can't. I don't want to say no because I don't want to sound like a jerk. I don't want this to come off negative. And it was like, I was making assumptions on how people will receive the no. Yes. And it's like, yo, you're saying no, one, because you care about yourself. You care about your health. You care about your family. And every opportunity isn't the right opportunity. Yes. Like you said earlier, it's like, yo, all money ain't, ain't, ain't good, good money. money. At all, yes. So it's got, I, I firmly believe that sometimes things are going to come up, and these might be good opportunities. Right. That God's going to want you to say no to. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, 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 I, yes, I, yes. I firmly believe that, and that, that really takes, you know, a, a certain level of discernment and wisdom and understanding of, like, you know what? This will be great, but I got to let this go for a season. You do. So I can focus on this. And it's interesting. You're talking about Neo and stuff. We were in Atlanta last week. He was actually at the conference. Wow. To God Neo glory. was out there because, you know, Neo everywhere. Neo yeah, Neo. Yeah, yeah, Neo yeah, yeah. be doing this thing. So Neo pop- omniscient. Neo right, right, omniscient. Right. Neo everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, Neo. <laughs> you see he, the Mohawk? Yeah, like, Neo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, I just saw you in the Grand in Philly. How'd you get there? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, walk yeah. in the building. You know, yeah. he just walk in, pay nothing, just he do his thing. But um, I love Neo, man. I do. I love Neo. Yeah, yeah. He's he's that. That oh, that's a that's a right. Everybody always look up to like Will Smiths and Kevin Hart. That that that's a legend of Philadelphia, like yeah. West Philadelphia at that. So Neo, and please see, take to, your flowers to, to see his heart for people. Yes, um, I think heart. is the most beautiful thing. Because yes. I met Neo. Um, this is kind of going off track, but I met Neo back in 2017 in Philly. Right. I was going to a conference that I couldn't afford to go to, but I ended up getting blessed. To volunteer at the conference, ended up on stage with ET and all of them. Right, wow, I love that. Um, but that's when I first got exposed to Neo, and yes. he was like on the grind, like hustling, and to see the progression in real time over years, how he's grown into this family man, this husband, love it. this this love entrepreneur, it. this philanthropist who wants to give back to his community love and it. reps his community well. He does, and then he's teaching people the game, like he's giving you the full game. Yes, and he give it to this. you so plain. Like you know how people be there trying to give you so like it's so like it's so difficult. Yeah, Neil so plain, so plain. This is one, two, three, one, two, three. It's like yeah, that's has to work or it has to work. That's his big thing too. That's his big thing too. He always like yo, it has to work or or it has to work. work. Like there's no other option. And I love, I love, love, love um, that mindset, man. But um, yeah, just being out there with him, man, and and being exposed to so much is really blessing me. And and I feel like. God's placing me around certain people for a reason. Right. Like, I feel like it's that time where it's like, okay, I can take you to the next level because you've learned what I needed you to learn at this level. Right. I've already brought you through the crushing on here. All right, we got some wine up here. You're going to be up here for a little while. We're going to go through another process. And, um, yeah, man, I I just feel that development, even with, you know, us – Connecting now and really like, yo, I want to grow a relationship now. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Nah, you're my I, brother, I really man. Build this thing you're my up now. Even before, I'm actually Lincoln. You're my right, brother. Right, right. My brother like, in Christ. There's something it. about him where it's like, yo, I yeah. feel like I really need to be connected with bro and just yeah. not even knowing something. Yo, let's do a business. It's just like, nah, this is a good brother. It's yeah, like, definitely. We need more solid yeah. people out there who just <laughs> Bible study. Yeah, word, word, <laughs> facts, right. Bible study, who right. really just care about people. Yeah. And I want people to understand that, man. When you're out here creating, you know, you're doing your entrepreneurial endeavors, it's like, Yo, create something, build something that serves people and allow what's coming to you to come to you, right? right? It's, it's already laid out for you. But if you can focus on the quality over just the quantity of stuff and trying to do X, Y, and Z, it's like, yo, just focus on that thing and the doors will open for you. Yeah, You know what I mean? I think that that's super powerful. So I want to ask you, man, what's... What's 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 next right now for you? Like, what, what's coming up? What do you, what do you have going on? Um, really, so my school tours just ended. Um, we did about twenty three schools: um, that's Philadelphia, fire. New Jersey, that's and Delaware. That's fine. That's fine. Um, we, <laughs> we really just ended that's that, lit, bro. So, um, so now really, um, I'm trying to help. Not trying to. I'm going to. Right. We don't use trying our vocabulary, but right I'm now sorry. what I'm doing is I'm helping twenty kids in the summertime start their business, create LLCs, right, become an entrepreneur. 
So I'm really focusing and just shifting into that, um, giving back to my community, doing some community drives, doing some uh, police and community relations. Because I see a lot of things that's going on mm. in my neighborhood is that the police and the kids don't have an understanding, right? Also, um, elder youth connection, right? That's a big one, yeah. yeah. That's the bigger one, right? The elders always say, something wrong with them kids. Always. It's like, nah, pray for them. Yes, go hug them. Right. Go talk to them. Go see what's wrong. Cook him some beans and rice. He never had that. He been used to noodles his whole life. Mm. That could change his mindset. Just some hot beans, some turkey butts in it, bro, and some rice. And that's it. You got a whole connection popping. He'll be at your house every night. Can I get what? something, Miss Gladys? Hey, please. Hey, Mr. Johnson, can I? Can I get, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'll cut your grass, Miss Gladys. Because you're actually extending a hand to them. Mm. They've been shot out their whole entire life. So I'm actually trying to just cut that gap, man. So I'm really focused on that. I'm not really so much focused on shows this year. I, I didn't been at shows all year long. Actually, I'm pretty tired of shows. Like, I, everybody, everybody. <laughs> so like like 1,000. Like, I'm kind of. Like, 1,000. Like, and I want to say, like I said, power to the tongue. God, I'm not tired of shows. I love the shows. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, God. I'm able to provide. <laughs> but, but I get, I get and you. you get, I get, get what you. I'm saying, yeah, though. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's the summertime. So I want to do a lot of stuff for kids, um, mm. for the youth. Like, my, my message is message to the youth. That's mm. what I'm really about. I'm about the kids that 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 didn't have the same hand I had, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who who probably don't have the people around them, right? My grandmother, whatever. People could look at it as a negative that my dad was in, in jail, but no, it was a positive. I right. looked at that, right? He was able to tell me and give me insight everything that was going on in there, mm. right? He was able to give me some street game. So I'm able to go back and give that to some young bulls in the street now, right? Mm. That's why me That's and Wallow connect so much, right? Like, Wallow is actually a big person to me who DMs me often, right? Wow, who calls awesome. me often. And I, and, I, and I love that, right? Because you don't have to do that, right? You As a motivational speaker, you could you could look at that as competition. Like, there we, yeah, yeah. They could, they could really look at that as competition. Like, nah, he reached down and be like, little bro, keep going. Your energy is needed, little bro. Like, mm. we want you, little bro. When I'm not always sticking and moving, we, we need you, right? The things like that. So, at the same time, we think about it, man. We got to be here for the kids, right? For mm. We got to understand that the kids is the future. We already got what we going to get. Mm-hmm. We almost out of here, man. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fifty years away from being seventy five as I think about it. <laughs> so I got fifty more years before I'm not walking no more to actually do something great for these kids. So that mm-hmm. when they 30, 40, they got businesses. They you know what I mean? They're not into real estate. No, no, no. They got land. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm trying to get them to buy land to create something on top of, to own something. So that when they're going, their kids can own something. So what's next for me really is um writing a book. I'm reaching out to you about the book. Oh, so. yeah, we're we going yeah, we to yeah, make sure that happens. Man. Facts. So just the Facts. book, uh, um, community relations for the kids, and just more more shows, man. Definitely mm. more shows. Not really worried about the shows, but I'm definitely going to be doing shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, not, that, that, that's a given. That's but, a given for But that's sure. about it. But I'm really so much focused on the, the kids and community relation aspect. Because in Philadelphia, right, I just saw a grant that was passed up. It's like $20 million, right? Like, they got mm. a lot of money, but I don't see it circulating back, right? Mm. I see a lot of the state representatives, and I see a lot of the people that's in the politics are getting a lot of close to these kind of shady organizations and blessing them because they're all friends. And then the real people that got real organizations that's really trying to help the kids, that's really trying to start businesses, they're not doing it. So if somebody don't want to do it for us, I'm going to do it myself. I'm not Philly's right. Motivation just because of that. Right. I didn't make right. that title for myself. And Philly's Motivation don't stand for I think I'm the motivation in Philadelphia. No, it was a product of what young kid you know that goes to church, right? What young kid you know that's 20 years old, you know, that doesn't want to talk about guns, that doesn't want to be music. I just want to let people know that motivation, that Philly has different motivational products in our city that are actually positive and not all negative. So Philly is a motivational city because when people see our city that's in South Carolina, they want to come here. Mm. While we keep saying, I want to get out of Philly. I want to leave. I don't want to be here. There's so many people that want to come. Wow. We have so many good people from every North Philly, Bill Cosby. North Philly, Kevin Hart. West Philly, Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Right? Jill Scott, South Philly. Mm. We have so many major people where we come from. So don't be so uh, uh, don't be so upscale and, and so so far away from environment and so far away from reality where y'all feel like y'all can't change this thing. I'm about mm. changing this thing. Everybody wants to go to Atlanta and change Atlanta. No, right, everybody's I'm staying going to Atlanta. Philly. People going to Atlanta and groves like yo. I'm out. I'm like I'm just in Atlanta. Why is everybody down here? They ain't. No. Nah. Nah. And, and, and y'all burning it out a little bit too because it's like it out, the bro. opportunity is fading and it's starting to be crime down there now. Mm-hmm. Right. And y'all turn that into the second Philadelphia. No. What we're trying to do is we're trying to build so many Black Wall Streets around the world. I think y'all missing the mission, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are missing the mission. 
And it starts mm. with God. God has to be in the middle of that mission, not you, not your pride. Right. None of that. That's real. No, no, no. That's real talk. And we're going to talk a little bit off camera because I want to learn more about the, the initiatives and the things like that for the kids because that's my heart and my passion. That's I love the reason that. I wrote I Love You, Letters of Love from Black Men to Black Boys. I love that. It's like I'm very passionate about that because I believe, like you said, they are the future. They're also the now. It's like we can pour into y'all now, man, just the opportunities, what y'all can create, what y'all can do. We can really change this thing. But a lot of people have lost hope and a lot of people don't feel like they're, they can make a difference. They're like, oh, well, if I don't do it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a billion other people. That That's going to do it. And it's like, yo, that, that type of thinking is what keeps us stagnant. But if it we is. can all be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do my part while I'm here. I'm going to do what I can do to the best of my ability. It's like you don't understand what that can do for the next generation. I believe we have a responsibility personally to pour into the next generation. So I definitely want to chop it up with you um, about that because I, I love that. Because even when I hear about Philly, and I'm, I'm a hair all the time because I'm always right. creating this stuff. Right, right. But there's this like this negative stigma. And I'm like, fam, I hear what you're saying, but it's like, what are you doing to change what, what What's you're saying? Are you on? just going to keep complaining? Yeah. Or are we really doing something? Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I yeah. love that you're someone who takes action. Yeah, definitely. And you kind of like, I, mean, I almost, sit around I almost got shot one time. Yeah, like I, wow. So I um, like I go to different visuals, right? Like when the kids get killed or whatever, I go to the visuals, pray with their mom, drop off some cards, right? They drop off some gifts, whatever, what do you need, right? I didn't, I didn't preach that 19 kids' funerals under the age of 17 in the past year. Mm. Right? I was at a visual one time, and I was praying for the family. And somebody had a gun, an AK-47. The news was there, too. And they started shooting in the middle of the crowd like, at the video. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And then my family was calling me like, you see, like, you shouldn't be out there. I'm like, no, nah, this is the reason that I am out there. Stuff like that. Jeez. Out there. Dr. King died making change. Making change, bro. I'm doing wow. the same thing. Wow, wow, wow. If I that's, die, that's how I want to die. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I'm, I'm going to let you listen to this song before we go. I love that. Um, KB, one of my favorite artists ever. But um, he had this song, uh, King Jesus. He made a King Jesus part two. But in the beginning of the song, he says, um, me and I mean, I mean, his best friend. He said they were out there, you know, I guess, preaching the gospel, talking to people, whatever. And some dude pretty much, you know, had a gun, was like, yeah, I'm about to. Whatever. So KB like, yeah, we need to roll, bro. And I right. mean was like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Send us to heaven? Like, wait, we here. Right. Like we this is what we believe, we staying here. And um the dude obviously left and things like that. But I'm like, yeah, that's powerful. Right. You know what I mean? Cause uh, you know, your family's concerned as they should be. Yeah, yeah, no, right. You right. know what yes, I mean? Yes. But you're you're on such a mission where you're like, I'm not deviating from Yeah, this. you don't like, think Martin the King family was Hey what? Martin, you drawn, chill. Yeah, like yeah. yo, 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 Martin, let's let's get up out of here. Let's get up out of here. Yeah, but nah, uh uh-uh. But he had no. a bigger purpose and um it's like when you live with that purpose, life just hit different. It does. It just it hit. Does. You know what I mean? You feel joyful. You, yeah, you yeah. feel oh good. My gosh, you feel you feel full. It's like you, you can actually full. go to sleep feeling good yeah. at night. Forget the shrimp burrito. Right, 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 right. That that ain't what's doing it. That's not what's That's doing it. That's the I'll be tired. I can't get up and do this walk no more. I can't. Like, right, you know right. But I mean? that real fulfillment, man, because nothing's worse. And I remember dealing with this a while ago, like going to bed at night, not feeling like fulfilled. Right, yes. And I was just busy all day, just trying to do, 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 but I wasn't being. Yes. You know what I mean? So there was no fulfillment in any of that, man. So, man, this this has been a fire, fire. Man, I love the every moment of it. I, was, I don't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I said, this has been a fire, fire pod. Um, But as we start to, to, to land the plane a little bit, I do want to ask you, because you brought this quote with you. So as you know, everybody that listens to my my supporters, um, I always have my guests bring a quote. Um, I'm huge on quotes. You know, I love them. I, I, I learn from them. Um, I apply them to my life depending right. on what it is. I have folders and, and all of my notes on my phone and my laptop of just different quotes that I live by and things yes. like that. Um, so for you, <clears throat> you brought your quote, uh, greatness, greatness is what's in front of you, not what's behind you. Right. And um, I thought that that was powerful. You know what I mean? simplistic yet powerful. So I want you to explain um, to the listeners, to the supporters, you know, why that quote? What does that mean? (laughs) Never settle. Mm. Right? Never settle. People could get a million dollars and I'm successful. Right, 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 right. People could could get certain things in their life where they feel like they're finished. Your your goal is never finished. Your dream Mm. is never finished. There should be no fulfillment when it comes to this thing called life because it's a privilege. Some people die in the womb when they were born. Mm-hmm. Right, some people pass away at ten. Some people pass away at eighteen. Right, so when I when I when I say that quote, greatness isn't what's behind you; it's in front of you. It means don't just stop 
when you feel like you already got it done. Greatness is to keep going. Right. Mm -hmm. Greatness is every day that you wake up, whose life can you change? Right. And a lot of time when I say greatness is behind you and not in front of you, a lot of people feel like they can't be great because of the things that they've done in the past, that they can't still be great in the future. Don't give up today. Right. Vera Wang didn't get famous till she was 50. Right. Jay-Z wasn't on until he was 40. Right. And that's kind of because Biggie passed away. Mm. If you want to be honest. Right. And I'm young. So y'all hear me mm. talking like, and that's kind of because Biggie passed away. Right. But at the same time, I got kids that's ready to kill themselves at 22. 23, 24, because they feel like they didn't make it. Mm. Like, you woke up. You made it. Wow. You wow. woke up this morning. That, that That's the greatness. The, the greatness is in front of you, not not what's in behind you. And what's in front of you, right? What I say, when I explain Jesus, Jesus is like oxygen. You can't see him, but you need him. Mm. You, can't, you can't see oxygen, but you need it to breathe, right? So when you think about it, bro, when you wake up and you look at what's in front of you, you can't see it because that's based off of faith, right? Faith and imagination are the same exact thing. That's why when we was a kid, God gave us an imagination, mm. right? God gave us an imagination for a reason. So the things that we thought wasn't tangible or things that we thought we couldn't reach, it's actually possible, right? And the word impossible is just actually impossible. The little John right there. Right, right, You're impossible right, right. to do everything because greatness right. is in front of you. Greatness isn't behind you. Greatness mm. is in you. Greatness is who you are. You are greatness. You are powerful. You are blessed. Yeah. You are worthy. You're a like mm. image of God. So if God is great, if God is love, and if God is amazing, what does that make you? Mm. Great. Ooh. It's not behind you. It's That's fire. You. Keep looking ahead. Stop looking behind. Stop looking Keep behind. Keep looking behind. You gonna turn around, car come. You gonna get hit. Right, right. That's a fact. That's why that that rear view so small. You ain't supposed to be looking in that joint driving like forward. The, the, the shield. Yeah, you feel me? Like <laughs> it's big. That's that's facts. Don't, that's facts. I love how you just need that. Don't write that down. Don't put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he said it's like you wrote about that, man. Yeah, You're right. That, that's but, the truth. Well, yes, that's that's where that quote came from. And I actually came up with that quote probably about like a year ago. I came up with that quote about a year ago. Um, and I was just writing. Like, man, greatness isn't really what's behind you. Because I get so many people who just hit me and be like, yo, I don't feel like I'm worthy. Like, I wake up some days and I don't feel good. I wake up some days and I don't feel like I want to do life anymore. Right? When people kill themselves and do suicide, you left your life behind you. But you mm. also left the greater things that God had for you that were in front of you. Mm. Don't do that. Wow. Don't do that. Mm. Don't. Believe in yourself. Believe, believe in, in yourself. Believe, believe, Trust. believe, believe. believe. Keep that hope, keep that hope alive, y'all. That's wow, man. Thank you, thank you for for really breaking that down because that just spoke to me, uh, just really deeply in my spirit, man, and just powerful. And um, I guess in uh, closing or before before closing, you know, I want I want people to be able to get in contact with you, man, and really tap in with you on social. Of course. Um, yeah. So so definitely shout out your your information. Um, at Philly's Motivation on Instagram, uh, Philly's Motivation on Twitter, but um, the, the, the at name is um, Motivation underscore D. Will. They ain't have Philly's Motivation. Is there another Philly's Motivation? Right, 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 right. Who else? Like, yeah, like who else is, who else is out here? I actually had two people make that name up. I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, what's going on? But um, that's when you know you're actually pretty good. So, right, right, uh, right. You're like, okay, cool, good, good. I kind of made it, right? So, right, right. But um, uh, TikTok, same thing, Philly's Motivation. Um, but yeah, that, that's the way that you guys can really reach me. Okay. You guys can really reach me. Oh, um, also, you guys, I have a phone number in my bio on Instagram. Um, you could text that number for prayer calls, um, suicide calls, and you feel like you're about to like take your life, or whatever, or just one on ones. You just want to talk about God. You want to talk about your mental health check. You want to talk about any of those things. That phone number is on there. It's me personally. It's me and my management, but it's usually me personally. I like to handle things on my own, um, like on my Instagram. Right, I don't even know why I pay my manager sometimes. Cause like, yo, I really, I really <laughs> handle everything. But it's good to have you. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, yo, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so make sure that y'all tap in for sure, man. Um, it's so much, so much value, and you won't be disappointed. I, I, I promise you. Yes. So please make sure you tap in. So, final question, signature question for the show that I was telling you earlier: What does change what we normalize mean to you? Oh man, yo. Raheem got shot yesterday. Dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? The the dang, that's crazy. The what we were just talking about earlier with with, with the with the older folks saying, oh, well, they bad. Oh, well, well it's done. That, y'all generation crazy. We gotta change that. We mm. can't normalize these things. If we want to make a change, if right, and I always say this, and I hate the fact that I gotta say this, but once a cop kills a black man, we want to march. Mm. Black man kills a black man. It's normal. Mm. It's not normal to take a black man's life. 
It's not normal to call a child bad. It's not normal to be in these same exact situations for years over and years over. The right. Somebody has to put their foot down. Somebody has to say that we're better than that. We have to start getting these kids back in the church. Mm. And even it don't have to be a building. Church could be at your home. Right. Church could just be simply you having praise and worship like you just did when I walked in here. I had church for 10 minutes. Mm. Right. I had church. So change what we normalize as in saying that it's okay to pick up a gun and harm somebody, calling yourself a demon, right? Powers in the tongue. You're not a demon. You're an angel. You're a beautiful child of God. You're not that. You're not you're not looking for an op, right? The op is the devil. The op isn't your brother from 60th Street. You live on 58th Street, and your op's on 60th. He's two blocks away. Also, it's not your block. The city owns that. They could take that at any time. Facts. The white man can take that at any time. You're fighting over stuff that doesn't belong to you. Don't do mm. that. Change that. Don't make that normal anymore. That's not cool, right? Change the definition of cool, right? Cool isn't drinking lean. Cool isn't sipping liquor. Cool isn't popping a Percocet. Cool isn't wearing a ski mask in the summertime. You're hot under there, bro. Take it off. It's crazy. You're hot. You don't even got to wear masks no more. They changed the mandate. Facts. Facts. It's not cool. These are all the things that we need to change, at least in Philly, right? I'm from Philly. I'm Philly's motivation. I'll still be in the hood, right? We got to change these things in order for us to get better. But we need the elders. We need those prayer warriors. We need those grandmothers. We need those big mamas that says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. We need those families that when you're on the block and you see a young man doing something disrespectful, you're not scared to say something to him because you feel like he's going to shoot you in your safety. He should never, ever have the courage in his body or bone to want to hurt you for telling him something impactful that's going to change his life. We have to change that. We need our community back. We got to take our community back. We need our children back. We got to change our youth back. We got to change their mindsets. And we have to get them connected with God. We have to get them connected with some Nates, with some Neos. We got to get them connected with some Wallows, with some Wolves. We got to connect with some good people who actually want to change their lives, who wants to be in their lives, who loves them genuinely, can set them up and put them in different rooms. Because if a kid sees West Philadelphia all his life, that's all he thinks he's going to go. Mm. Right? So I can speak for myself. I know Nick can speak for himself. When he got out where he wherever he was from, he was probably like, wow. Right. This is amazing. Right. I can be somebody. I can be that guy. You are amazing. You're blessed. You're powerful. This ain't that. That ain't this. I love mm. you. And I love you. Right? I love you. Mm. That that that's big. I love you. That's powerful. Powerful. Powerful, man. I, I love I love that response. I love that 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 just call to 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 love and to freedom and to really changing what we normalize, man. So I really hope that um, one, y'all enjoyed this episode, um, but also that you gather something just tangible to just just really hold on and chew on to and really be fed by. And my prayer is that you would take action to improve yourself and then also improve what's around you um, because you do have the power. We're, we're not superhuman out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, not at all. You know what I mean? We're, normal. We're, not, we're, we're, normal. We're, we're super normal, but we're normal. out here moving uh, with the grace that God has given us and we're doing it boldly. So I, I pray that you would do the same in your space. And as always, look, make sure that y'all subscribe, you know, share, yes, sir. leave a review, yes, sir. shout your boy y'all. Send this to somebody that you love. Watch this a few times. Grab you a notebook. Grab these gems. Grab this wisdom that my brother has been sharing and really apply this stuff, y'all. Like, seriously apply this stuff. Don't sit on this and just breeze by it. Utilize these things and put them into action. And also, make sure that y'all tap in. As always, join the free Inspirational Text community. Make sure that y'all text CWWN to 609-354-5810. Again, text CWWN to 609-354-5810 and tap in with your boy. Um, And as always, before we close out, I just love to say a prayer over my guests. Of course. Um, So we're going to tap into that real quick. Uh, Dear Father God, we thank you. Um, Lord, just for this opportunity to gather together um, as brothers, we thank you for the grace and the mercy that you've supplied us uh, today on this fresh, just beautiful, beautiful day. And it's an honor. Um, we are extremely just grateful uh, for what you've brought us through, um, where we currently are and where you're taking us. Uh, we pray that we our, our faith is, is pleasing to you. And I pray for my brother Dana right now and just all that he's doing, Lord. 
It's extremely inspiring and impactful. And I pray that you will continue to extend and elevate his platform. And I pray that as you do so, that his heart remains humble, um, that he continues to, to just keep that listening ear out so he can be obedient to your instruction. And I pray that you will bring the right people into his life that pour into him because he does so much pouring and so much giving. I pray that you will bring more and more people into his life that will pour into him so he can continue on the mission and the path that you have for him. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And to Amen. add on. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Dear Christian, Holy Father, oh, come yeah, to us humbles in Ohio, God. Father God, we thank you that the same God that you are yesterday, you are today, and you are tomorrow, Father God. Father God, we ask you to walk with Nate on today, Father God. Walk with him in his life of leadership, his life of motivation, of inspiration, Father God. Touch this podcast. Father God, move it in the way that you would want it to go, God. Help it grow. Help it increase, Father God, as it touches lives around the nation, around the world. Father God, touch his marriage. Father God, bless his beautiful wife on today, as you know, what she stands in need of, Father God. His marriage is never easy, but it was made to be obtainable, and it is honored by you, God. We continue to thank you, God, for the things, Father God. Give him the heart of David and the strength of Goliath, God. We know that depression kicks in, overthinking kicks in, mental health kicks in, Father God, so touch his mind. Father God, anytime that a spiritual attack can come in, Father God, cast out that fear, that doubt, that procrastination, and move him in a mighty way that we know it could be to lean on your understanding and not the world's, but Father God, to push your word, to push your grace that is sufficient, that passes all understanding. We thank you. We honor you. We praise you. In your matrimonious name, we say amen. 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 And that's my guy. That's my guy. So, again, make sure you all subscribe, like, share, leave a review. And until next time, this is the Change Will Be Normalized podcast. I am your host, Nate, and I love y'all. Love you. Get that book. Get that book. Get that book. Get those books. Get those books. It's beautiful. (laughs)